To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky to the Magic Kingdom. Yesterday, Disneyland and the New York World's Fair. Tomorrow, a project so vast, it has already been called a whole new Disney World. Welcome back to another episode of a not-so-brief history of Disney World. Today, we'll be counting down the top three World Showcase pavilions. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, and make sure to tune in every week for a new episode. Enjoy today's episode as we transport you to Epcot. Before we start, make sure to visit our website at a not-so-brief history of Disney World.wordpress.com. Epcot opened in 1982, and part of it was World Showcase. World Showcase has 11 pavilions representing 11 countries. In today's episode, we'll be counting down the top three World Showcase pavilions. At number three on our list, I have the Germany Pavilion. The Germany Pavilion makes my list for a number of reasons. One of the reasons being the miniature, well, actually not so miniature, train set. This train set has a very nostalgic feeling, and guests of all ages can enjoy it. Cast members actually have to check the tunnels daily for rabbits and other small animals that could crawl through the tunnel and make a little nice home there. If you visit during holiday seasons, look closely to see some special decorations. The train tracks have a wide layout and you can always find something new to look at. There are multiple running trains and they can immerse you into the land. The next reason Germany is on our list is for overall theming. The land is immersive and feels like you're in a quaint German village. The fountain is great as well. There are multiple shops that make for the chance to buy a nice souvenir. One of the shops even lets you sample 250 types of wine. The the pavilion also includes a table service restaurant. The Germany pavilion also has a clock that when when the hour strikes, two figures come out. The pavilion was supposed to include a Rhine River cruise, but obviously that didn't happen. Overall, this is a great pavilion and has enough to make our list. Had that Rhine River cruise ride made it to the Germany Pavilion, I think it could have been, one, definitely number two on our list, but obviously that ride idea was scrapped, and the pavilion's still great, though, even though it doesn't have the ride that would have been included in the original plan. Next, at number two, we're heading over to the Japan Pavilion. The Japan Pavilion is one of the most immersive pavilions in Epcot. It immerses you into the pavilion and there is plenty to see. You can watch the drummers at the very first pagoda slash temple that you walk into. The pagoda is a replica of a 7th century, forgive me if I butcher this, Hoyuji temple. When the drummers come out, it is very entertaining and adds an ambiance to the pavilion. You can then walk through the pavilion and look at the koi pond and river. The river is very nice and has a nice nature addition to the pavilion. The pavilion is unlike any other pavilions because of all the greenery that transports you out of Epcot and into Japan. There are multiple restaurants. The best restaurant, in my opinion, is in the, in the Japan pavilion is Teppanita. 
This restaurant is an upscale hibachi restaurant. The pavilion was originally supposed to have a Mount Fuji attraction, similar to the bobsleds at Disneyland, but obviously that didn't happen. And like the Germany pavilion, if this did have that ride, I think it would definitely make number one on my list. The Japan pavilion is still great even without the attraction. The shop is one interconnected shop with many different Japanese and Disney-themed souvenirs. Before I reveal my number one spot, I would like you to try to figure out your top three pavilions. Think that you can only go to three pavilions because you only have a limited amount of time. Which three pavilions would you go to? Number one. For the number one spot on our list, I have the Mexico Pavilion. You can spend hours upon hours in the Mexico Pavilion. The theming is impeccable. From walking into the Mayan Temple to seeing the boats on the river with the volcano in the background. There's something very enchanting about this pavilion. The Sand and Hell Inn has some of the best food in the park, and add to that to the fact that you can sit alongside the Three Caballeros ride. This is the only pavilion on my list that has a ride inside of it. The Three Caballeros, while not being one of the best Disney, Disney World rides, is still great, and it's a must-do in my opinion. The pavilion is very open-spaced, and the shopping takes place all over the center walkway of the pavilion. The pavilion being inside helps it to feel like you are somewhere far away from Epcot. It feels like you're in Mexico on a vibrant night. The line for the Three Caballeros ride is always short, so you usually don't have to worry about waiting. Overall, this pavilion is amazing. And just like that, we're at the end of our episode. What do you think of our list? Is there anything you would have added or changed? You can send in a voice message using the link in the description. If you click on the link, it'll bring you to Anchor, and you can log in or sign up for your free account. Once you log in or sign up, you can use the messages ability and send in a voice message of maybe your top three pavilions or anything else you would like to add. That'll come straight to me, and who knows, maybe it might be included in my next episode. If it is included in my next episode, you will get an email or you'll just happen to listen to it because you should be tuning in every week for new episodes. Thank you, goodbye, and have a zippity-doo-dah day.